Hi folks, the next couple episodes will be of an Earth Dawn one-shot we did as a live stream for Fossa's Fredonia Con. Thanks to Makoto from World Persina Collaborations for joining us in this. We might do some more Earth Dawn one-shots in the future, and we'll announce them here when that happens. We've been releasing just about every week for a year now, and I've gotten a bit behind in the editing work for the podcast, so it might be a few weeks before we're back with regular episodes again while I catch up in our recordings backlog. Hopefully it won't be too long, but in the meantime, you can check out our 1879 campaign on the Boneyards and Boojums podcast feed. There will be new episodes landing there very soon. This is an anthology of adepts, a series of short-form actual play games using the Earthdawn RPG system. Circle of Thieves 1 Part 1. Maze of Mirrors Alright, so yeah, uh, I just want to go through some background stuff, and I want to maybe start with... I guess we'll start with Jelly Beans there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Makoto. Um, so, you, previously you were going to bring in a character from another, like, you know, game we played once, but uh sounds like you got a, a new thief. Uh, I mean, I technically did that, it's just I renamed them. Uh, yeah. But using the same stats as that previous one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm Jelly... This is Jelly Beans. Uh, she is a fledgling thief, uh, kind of starting out, getting her bearings. Uh, she's been, been inspired by many great, uh, a roguelike figure from, t- 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 like, you know, tales she's been told. Uh, so now she's out to see if she's got what it takes. She's got the stuff after all the training she's been doing. You remember what race you are? Is it human or another? I'm human, yeah. Yep. Nice. All right, so you might be, and I know you don't know the Earth on lore that greatly, but the area you're in is actually in the border of Landis, which is one of the uh, kind of historical human nation. Um, hmm. It's not really a current human nation totally. It's like a bunch of small bands and stuff like that at this time, but um, which borders on the uh, recently res- resurgenced Karafad, uh, the Orc nation. Um, not a lot of con. I. I I don't think there's a ton of conflict going on. There's a little bit, but um, Earthdawn doesn't really play up the orcs versus human too much, uh, okay. usually. Um, so, yeah, uh, that could be the area you're from if it's not from the escaped care. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. Cool. Uh, where's Sparrow from? Sparrow's a windling, right? Yeah, Sparrow's a windling. Um, not sure where she's from, really. We hadn't actually talked about that one. That's okay. Um, there is actually but, some windling towns in the south along yeah. the sea, I think. But 
Yeah, she actually trained with Bront. Oh, okay. they trained. They've trained together and have like they trained as a pair of thieves, okay. like as a team. So she's more the face and can get into the smaller places that he can't get into. Yeah, and where he is more the muscle. But like yeah. her, she got the name Sparrow as you know during her training because she's small and flies and flits around. Nice. And although her colors aren't as bright and cheerful as some of the others because of you know the nature of what she does and she's usually sort of in darker things for living so she's gone sort of a very dark blue hair and sort of gray uh gray darker gray skin that's good so she's been blending into some darker things I yeah guess. she tends to sort of stay more in the shadows and stuff like that for the most part to, yeah. keep, to keep dark because vibrant colors tend to stand out yeah so for uh, Makoto's benefit, windlings in this system, they can camouflage, but it takes a while. Mm. They have to hang out in the habitat of the color they want to be or the, the location. Cool. And it takes a few days, is it? Weeks. Weeks? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it takes oh, quite a while to like, take on the colors of your surroundings. Right. Yeah. So she's trained for quite some time in the darkness and, and tries to keep darker tones. Hmm. That's super cool. Is, is Bront one of those darker tones? Uh, yep, he's uh, kind of a <laughs> light brown with green splotches. And he's an obsidian, right? He is. All right. And, uh, oh, I didn't describe uh, Jellybean. Uh, oh, yeah, go I ahead. Uh, so she's probably like 5'8", um, but she's got a freckled face, kind of light, uh, like kind of light peach skin, uh, and like uh, orange, like, like really just a shock of orange hair, but it's like in a tight single braid, um, but it's like frizzy. Um, and she's got these kind of like really like I green, like probably like bright green, almost hazel eyes. Nice. And uh, Bront, how tall and big are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he is uh, like this hulking figure, and he's like wearing a gray cloak, and he's got little bits of vegetation, including leaves and twigs, poking out from underneath it in a few spots. Oh, nice. Uh, he's almost seven feet tall, um, and he's got the pommel of a huge two-handed sword sticking up above his left soldier or shoulder and over yeah. on, on his right shoulder there's this, what appears to be a little cushion and uh he looks to be made out of light brown stone uh with little splotches of a muddy green something mixed in all right and he's in sediment which yep. uh life rock is he from do you have a name or anything uh, i hadn't got to that far i was gonna ask you about that okay. not. <laughs> you can just make up a name uh, okay, Life Rock, uh, Charles. Okay. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. So timing-wise, I was thinking uh, for this whole session, two to two and a half hours-ish. I don't know, roughly around sure. that. Yeah, sure. whatever. I don't know. That's good. Figure with three people, you usually can do that, but uh, we'll try to cap it at the two and a half hour. It probably okay. will go more to that, but we'll see. <laughs> so you're all part of the same Thieves Guild, you think? Okay. Oh yeah, I'm down. That would work. Yeah, um, I was wondering if maybe um, so. Bron Sparrow, they train together, right? I was wondering if maybe yeah. Jelly Beans would be like the new recruit that they're yes. they're training. Sure, sure, works for Just me. Around. All yeah. right, you already know I'm into that. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I have you down as being in the town of. And I gotta pull up the active game thing here. Windvale Cross uh, along the Greenheart River. 
Uh, it's one of the crossings of the river uh, between Landis and the, the grassland and Thundra Herds area. Uh, and Karafad is just beyond that. Um, a fairly neutral town in terms of like any of the political scene around here. Just a mix of various um, races and representatives of different nations or castes or whatever is in this area. Um, a lot of trades uh, going on in here, and I think that might be a great spot for a bunch of thieves to be uh, trying their <laughs> trying their skills and training their skills. Um, Fair enough. Bront, I think you've come across one of your uh, kin from the Life Rock, though. Oh. Uh, Grister Grindstone turned out to also be in this town, who's an Obsidian Tributor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from Life Rock Tralbus, and perhaps you've been hanging around um, with him once in a while. Um, Why not? And he, uh, I don't know where you're starting at, but where he is basically starting at is last time you saw him, he said, he's going to go check out that new carnival that just uh, set up on the edge of town. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I think maybe you and, I don't know if the others, uh, maybe, yeah, all of you have been hanging around uh, where he was camped out outside of town. Maybe he'd set up like a little spot because Obsidian were pretty big. They don't always like to hang out and it's uh, cheaper yeah it's cheaper uh they don't necessarily want to sit in a flop house or not i don't know but figure also you can be a little more um quiet about it when you're out there but maybe you've got a camp out there but he's he's gone off to that carnival for the day and uh maybe i'll start with you where do you think you'd be uh maybe you and sparrow are taking jelly somewhere i don't know i yeah we could uh see what she's got. Maybe we'll go and do some pickpocketing in the carnival, because why not? Sounds like a good place. I mean, people tend to go there. They bring money. Nice. Right. So we'll do that. We'll start out. So uh, Glark's Grand Carnival Glark's Grand Carnival um, is the name of this place. Um, Yeah, or this uh, particular carnival. Uh, (laughs) Or sorry, Glork. I said Glark. Should be Glork. Glork's Grand Carnival. Um, he's uh, Glork. You will actually see kind of cut out illustrations, kind of of him in like kind of almost like cardboard type things. But I guess it would be like painted boards of this really um, boisterous show off troll. Um, uh, and um, there, you know, his his image is everywhere in this place, painted wherever there is enough room for it. Um, there's various attractions here that people are going to check out, you know, name off any little simple to put together carnival game. Uh, but there's also things like illusionist shows, um, you know, tests of strength There's an occasional competition, um, between various like, uh, carnival folk that uh, people cheer on and maybe gamble to see who's going to win like the longest Tabor toss or that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, what else would there be? There might even be a little, you know, a couple spots where you can buy souvenirs and things like that. So, uh, yeah, tell me where you think you would target for your pickpocketing. Someplace with lots of people and not paying attention. Um, so, not paying attention to you, at least, right? Right, yeah. So, maybe one of the show-off gladiator type things, uh, maybe competitions or whatever. So, uh, maybe some axe throwing. Yeah, so it's maybe like an axe throwing competition between a couple. Uh, maybe an orc uh, from Karafad and a human from the Landis are like having a friendly competition. Uh, for axe throwing. And sure. uh, yeah, why don't we start with Bront? What, what's your approach here? 
Uh, well, we're used to working as a team, so basically I kind of set up off to the side, and she goes in and actually does the thieving, and if anything goes wrong, then I'm the one that kind of takes care of it and gets her away, so. Okay. Uh, which is a jelly or sparrow? That's uh, a sparrow. Okay. Yeah, although the same works with jelly. Yeah, jelly yeah. is the same thing, so we haven't worked with her before, but that, uh, yeah. you know, we you don't mess with over. something that works. <laughs> Maybe you're showing her the first... Uh, this is the first time you're showing her this this trick of the tree. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jelly goes to stand like she's brought like suddenly like take a like a meaningful pose, and you see her like try to mimic it, like just nonchalantly like try to stand up straighter and like cross her arms. Nice. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, like this, I've never, um, I've never done this. I, I, I've practiced, uh, I've practiced stealing uh, like bags of like little bags of like fruits from. Uh, from birds' nests and sparrows, but I've never, um, I've never done this on a person before. Oh, uh, so what we do is I stay here, and if anything goes wrong, then I make sure that Sparrow gets away. And that goes for you, too. You'll, you'll make sure you go get away, too. Don't worry. So and follow close to Sparrow... And she will show you how it's done. She's like nodding, like it, with emphasis, like the way you slowly talk. She's like, "Yeah, okay, follow, follow, okay, sparrow, okay." Oh, you don't have to talk. Her. You don't have to talk super slow. That's just the way he talks. Don't worry. Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought he was speaking so that I would understand. <sighs> no, he's just a slow guy. Unless you, unless he has to move, then he's fast. Okay. So, so again, if something goes wrong, you run past me. Still like nodding emphatically with each like, yeah, okay, okay, I can. Spyro, I am on your wing. All right. So we just like go in, mingle with the crowd, look like we belong and see what we can find. And you okay. snatch the and, nuts. Oh. and while they're doing that, I take out this mug that looks like, you know, a normal ale mug, but it's bigger. And I just basically am sitting there pretending to be drinking. I pop off of his, off of the, you know, the entire time Sparrow has, is doing this, she's actually been sitting on the cushioned shoulder that he has. Ah. <laughs> My this seat. is great. <laughs> she, she bounces off. Claps her hands slightly. She's like wearing sort of a slightly nice, like a semi-nice dress so that she looks like she's just like maybe some, you know, country windling in to see the, in to see the show to just help her blend in a little bit better. You know, some ribbons tied into her hair. Um, so Sparrow sort of bounces off and starts to look, just start to flow into the crowd as if, you know, she's just trying to see the show a little bit better, like moving in between people. Not trying to like make herself overly seen, but just blending in the odd like, oh, did you see that throw? Mumbled to the person next to her nice. as she watches, sort of for a good as she sort of moves amongst the crowds to watch for a good mark. All right, um, maybe I'll get you to roll a pickpocketing roll. Oh, okay. So that we can see uh, how good of a mark you find. Alrighty. So and you know what? I haven't actually dealt with a pickpocketing uh thing for a while so i gotta read this thing up oh, nice it's basically uh if somebody's paying attention then they get a roll to see if they can 
uh, see her do it, and then it's basically whatever the pickpocketing role oh, was, nice. that's the target number. Okay, alright. So it's like a perception test against you. Yep. Yeah. Okay, alright, sounds good. I'm going to get myself on the right channel here. 13 is pretty good. Say that your mark is a human who's really cheering on um, Charles the uh, the Magnificent, a, a really brazen um, axe thrower. And um, give him somewhat average perception. And uh, yeah, it doesn't uh, beat your role. So um, you're going to be able to pull this off. So yeah, describe how you pull this off. So she notices like sort of that he's really into this and really rooting for that guy. So she's going to sort of flit near him and start cheering on the same person and just like cheer him on, cheer him on. And you know, as when he makes a throw, just go, did you see that? That was amazing. And like really pointing out the throw that he made. So when this guy looks and is cheering, she'll just sort of flit down a little bit and slip her hand into like his pouch and just extracts a few, a few whatevers. Yeah, whatever you see there. So just kind of extracts what she finds and sort of tries to slip and sort of slips it into her skirting. So as you're sneaking around in there, you actually uh, feel out uh, you what you think is an elemental air coin. Oh, do <laughs> yeah, that quickly goes into like the specially designed skirting she has on. Why is this just you know a handful of silver coins? Yeah, so. Yeah, pulls a, pulls a few silver coins out, pulls the air coin out, and the air coin gets tucked like really securely in there. Nice. The jelly is stunned. <laughs> she like stands and watches the guy to see if he notices. She like stops and just like watches. <laughs> All right, I'll roll to see if. Yep. No, you know, no, they're really focused on this. Uh, yeah. Poor, uh, this poor guy he lost, though. Um, he's really mad now is why he's distracted. He's because yeah. this person he was cheering on and had bet on uh, is lost. And you know, who knows what he bet with? He may have bet with that. Yeah. <laughs> so she, you know, after a minute, like after sort of like a few more, a little bit longer staying there and like cheer and being like, Oh no, 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 oh and like pats him on the shoulder sort of thing and then flits off nice. and just sort of continues to move through the crowd. Nice. Making a motion to, to Jelly that it's her turn. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Jelly, what do you do? Eagerly I attempt something similar. Um I borderline like tackle <laughs> like the nearest person. Like over his shoulder and like try to like but i still try and like see if i can scope out if he's got something on him but i definitely go too hard for the um the attention grab yeah roll the uh, puck picket uh puck picket uh, pickpocketing yeah. <laughs> oh no i closed my character sheet i'm so sorry it's okay uh yeah just take a second that's no no big deal did you send it to me in the general chat or the... Oh, oh, where did I send it? Uh, uh, private. It. All right, you got it. All right. Yeah, roll your pot picketing. <laughs> pot picketing. <laughs> well, it's been a while since we had a, a thief game. Yep, it's been quite a while. <laughs> oh, I think it's been over 20 years. <laughs> it has. <laughs> well, yeah, back in high school, yeah, yeah. We, there was a thief in a campaign. On his own, in fact. Pickpocketing was common. Oh, so exclamation point after. Yeah. 
Whoa, Ooh. 22. Whoa. Wow. Okay. So we're going to grab some average Joe who's maybe a little more than average, but rolls average. Um, I'm going to say what's happened is that you've actually succeeded very well when you startled them. Uh, this technique actually worked way better than you thought it would and came off way better than you you. You know, uh, you know, in the middle of it, you're thinking, "Oh, I screwed up, etc." But no, you did a really good job. And, yeah. uh, and <laughs> oh, did you see that? Like, I'm shaking him, but like, and like, there's like that brief moment of like great rookie. But as I'm shaking him, there's that brief moment where I like my eyes dart to his coat pocket, and then like as I'm shaking him, one of my hands just like reaches into the coat pocket and like snatches out the item that I saw, yeah. and then like. <laughs> believe it and i like go like i walk away like going oh yeah is over at the side just shaking his head (laughs) i think what you end up grabbing was a whole pouch full of stuff (laughs) yeah there's a Uh, just tuck it away tuck the pouch away and keep walking and just keep mingling a little and we'll head back to bront let's go (laughs) and yeah if you were to check you basically got a whole bunch of jewelry and stuff that this person may have been planning to pawn off at uh, one of the local, um, I don't know, marketplace or something like that in this town. Um, yeah, an unusually um, large amount of it in one thing. Or maybe it's another thief. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jelly maybe like briefly looks in, inside it before she tucks it away and she's like, wait, this isn't for... And she puts it away. <laughs> Sparrow just sort of meanders through the crowd and lands back on Bront's shoulder. Nice. Okay, and as soon as she lands, I just basically slowly turn and we walk off to the next area. Okay. So, I'm going to think this next area is one you, you had pre-planned to meet with Grister, the um, the other Epsidamon from your life rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, roll awareness, I guess, uh, if you have it. Perception yep. otherwise. Nope, I got awareness. We all have awareness. We're thieves. Oh, everyone has awareness. Awesome. We do. Whoops, why is that not working? Hold on. There we go. Oh, nice. All right, so you're here for a bit. I'd say maybe it's like a food stand area, like a food court, I guess. Lack of a better term. Um, yeah, food court. Lots of different kinds of unusual meals here. Um, some of them, like, from far-off lands. Um, places like, uh, we'll say, oh, like Indresia and... Um, uh, What's that other one that's really far off? Well, some Theron stuff. And um I remember what that one that's uh, more Germany area. I don't know oh. the name of it right now for some reason. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, far away. Whatever. Far away. Places that are far, far off. So some interesting stuff. And, um, you know, you're looking around and you're realizing, you know, it's not too hard to notice an obsidian. Uh, it's also very easy to not notice when an obsidian is around. So, yeah, he's late or not, you know, just not even there yet. And you thought you were late as it was, so. Hmm. Wonder where he is. So, you, um, maybe I'll get you to roll, maybe just a straight perception as like a recall of discussions you may have had with him. He's going, nine's pretty good. All right, so, see what I got here. Um,. So he was particularly interested in basically checking this whole place out so he could learn new songs and uh, experience new things. But um, one of the things he was going on and on about was he really wanted to check out this um, 
this huge tent that had been set up that was like a completely new, um, what do you call it? You call it when there's like a, a display venue. Attraction? Attraction. Yeah, that's it. Wow, I'm losing my words. Uh, attraction that uh, involves big tent full, that has a kind of maze of mirrors in it. And he had heard that an illusionist had like a a kind of custom spell going that allowed users or, you know, people traveling there to kind of go in and experience kind of like a labyrinth in a fairly small, um, fairly small tent, but it would be just a, you know, an absolute maze and you could, you know, get yourself lost in there and see if you can get yourself out. Really fun time. That was one thing you think that he was really here for. Uh, otherwise, there were shows later in the day. He was going to check out other troubadours, etc. But those aren't happening right now. Hmm. Maybe he's at the maze. Maybe he's lost in the maze. <gasps> well, yeah. are we going to go? Can we go? It would be so fun to go. I want to go in the maze. I had. I wanted to go here since we got there. Can we, are we going to go? I don't sure. I know Why not? <laughs> And I will what do I do with start that? stomping off towards the maze. <laughs> As he's stomping off, I'm like sort of emptying my skirts into into like sort of his pack on the back, okay. just to make sure that. Yeah, this is actually want... while I'm walking. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. So, so this is like the specialized pockets he's got on him. So this is this giant tent um, that's pretty obvious. Everything's kind of directing people that way because it's one of their big money makers right now. Um, but as you get closer, you do notice that, um, you think maybe it's not actually, uh, open anymore. There seems to be kind of, uh, some guards in front of it and a bit of a, uh, I don't know, a little bit of a commotion out in front of it. I guess we better find out what's going on. And I'll sort of launch myself off of Bront's shoulder and head over. Yeah. You're going to try to find someone like, uh, who looks to be an authority or. Yeah. I'm going to try to see if like I can find somebody who's actually maybe, like, from the carnival, who looks like they oh, okay. belong to it. Uh, roll awareness. Okay. Which was really good. So you are able to to just notice some of the subtleties on one of the the very uh, flustered-looking individuals who's trying to figure out what's going on. And you're pretty certain you're looking at someone who's an illusionist, and you maybe Bront had mentioned there was an illusionist. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I'll just sort of flit over to that person. Do you know what's going on? We came to go come see this cool maze thing. You sneak up on them or are you just like... No, I just sort of okay. fly over to them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just sort of like flit up. I'll, and oh, chat yeah. to them, like not as if I know that they're part of it, just more like one person asking to another. Yeah, so this is a, like a young dwarf in robes and um, really interesting like hat that you haven't seen before, kind of... Almost, mm-hmm. I guess, what you call a stereotypical wizard hat, but you know, people in <laughs> this world don't really wear that kind of a thing, so it's it's really yeah. fascinating to Odd. see, oddball type of thing. Um, but um, she's just kind of looks up. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, wind, uh, windling. Hello. Um, hello. And you are who? Oh, I'm Sparrow. I just came to see the show, like to come see the maze, and it's root. It doesn't look like it's open anymore. Did I uh, miss yes. it? Uh, and she's kind of, you know, she's actually kind of trying to read through a grimoire, uh, you think. Um, she's like, uh, yeah, it was open. There were problems, though. Uh, come back another day. But one of my fr- I was supposed to meet a friend who was going to be here earlier, and I haven't seen him anywhere. Um, oh, I know he was coming here. Can you it describe was- this friend? An obsidian. 
Uh, oh no. And she's kind of just looks defeated. What's wrong? Uh, he's gone missing inside. <gasps> really? Oh dear. I can't find um, him and I'm the one who made this place. Oh dear. Um, oh dear. Oh dear. Um, I'm just going to go check with my friend, with our other friends and let them yes. know what's going on. Um, okay, maybe, thank you. Could um, you maybe help with this? You're windling, you're small. You can tie a rope around you or something. Yeah, we could. I'll talk to them and see if like, we could do something. Like, there's three of us, so maybe oh. we can. Okay. If we go um, together and and we can try to find him. And she gestures at one of the guards and tells yeah, them, I, let, let, let this person in, whoever they bring through. Thank you. How long ago was and, he here? Uh, this morning. Um, but please don't tell other people what happened. Oh, of course not. Of course not. She just, like, puts her finger to her lips. Mom's the word. Okay. And flips back over to Gods and jelly beans. She continues um, furiously looking through her grimoire, trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> jelly bean looks like she's about to burst. So good news and bad news. Which do you want first? Bad news. Your friend's gone missing. Inside? Yeah. That was the person who, that's oh. the, the, the illusionist who made it that I was talking to. Oh. Good news, we've got permission to go in and try to find him. We're going to want, like, a really big ball of string or something. I left my rope at the camp. How about you? Well, I'll just see if maybe, like, the carny people have, like, a, some, a big, like, a lot of rope or, like, a really big ball of string or yarn or something. Because then we can, like tie the end out here and bring it in with us and like have it unravel slowly so we can follow our way back. Sounds and we good. Should do mazes, isn't it? Or we could leave a trail of, of crumbs maybe or stones. <gasps> we could get a whole bunch of stones and drop them behind us. Uh, okay, like the like string the better. Okay, I'll go see if somebody has some string. I'm going to fly back over to the illusionist. And uh, I guess the others, are you guys approaching the tent then? Like oh, yeah. kind of go through the crowds and Yep. Um, Sparrow oh, will get to like a magician yes. with like the endless handkerchief. That could work too. I'll go check with the with with, with my contact now, and I'll fly back to the illusionist. Um, excuse me. Yes. Um. Oh, so, by the way, I am Vera Smokeskin. I forgot to introduce myself. Oh, that's okay. You're very. It's it's very alarming when things go wrong. Yes, and she's like furiously looking through a book a bit yeah. more. I just don't so, know what's going on. So my friends and I are going to go in. But we're hoping, like, maybe a really big ball of string or yarn or something. Yes, yes. We can tie one end off out here and take the rest with us. Oh, so we, we can have, hopefully follow that back. We have lots of string and rope. It is a carnival, after all. All these tents I thought need, you would. All these tents need uh, tension. I, I was hoping you would. Um, where would I get something like that from? Or could you uh, grab it for me? She'll basically gesture to one of the, the people who are kind of basically guarding people from coming in this place and yeah. get them to go get some stuff for you. Thank you. And I'm going to, I'll head back over. Oh, um, any suggestions while in there for dealing with anything we find or what to expect? Um, well, I mean, it's just a normal, normal maze. But what I did was, and she's just looking through their book and he's like, uh, you know, that spell that, um, illusionists, uh, are infamous for being jerks about. And, um, I think Noah might know this one. Brunt probably would know. 
Uh, do you know that one? No, off the top of your head. Uh, no. Fun with doors. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, uh, I got my own custom version called fun with mirrors and, uh, it kind of can make an interesting maze out of this already maze of mirrors. Uh, so you can kind of walk into some of them and do fun stuff like that. Like you can actually, some of them you can just walk right in through and other ones you, you know, are in like, it can have kind of invisible walls and things like that. It's just, you know, a variation on the spell. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. And, um, yeah, she will, uh, be, I, I guess, you know, looking for more, she probably has several books with her that she's consulting with, just trying to figure out. I mean, there's not exactly a lore library around here, so she's just fumbling at whatever she could find and think of and writing down notes here and there. Otherwise, yeah. I'll back, like, sit back on the right shoulder and wait for our, some sort of string to Yeah, work. I think Bront and Jelly are here by now, like, been yeah. led into this, maybe the stand that's right in front of the tent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, some string and rope has been basically presented to you. Okay. Uh, what would you like to do? Okay. So first we're going to tie the end of the string sort of like to the opening tent pole, like right at the opening of the tent. Okay. So that it's stuck there and we can't just pull it in with us. So it actually will slowly unravel as we go, hopefully. Thanks. Hey, okay. Sparrow. Yes. Do the eye thing. Okay. And she makes her eyes go look funny and goes into astral space. Okay. Uh, roll astral sight. Or at least looks into astral space. Yeah. 13. Ooh. Okay. That's good. It's active then. Yeah. Oh, what, like a minute or so? Is that what <laughs> not, very like, not very long. Uh, not very yeah, long. Not very long. Yeah. Like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Just to sort of take, get a quick look of things. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you took a look at the outside of the tent or are you going inside and looking? Um, just sort of like to start with at the outside and like at yep. the doorway. Okay. Outside, everything's typical what you would expect. And, yeah. um, yeah. Okay. And I'll just sort of like hop in, like, I'm just going to be on the, the ground right now and just sort of like hop in a few feet. Okay. Uh, the others following with you or the easy yep. just you right now? Nope. Okay. I'm following. Okay. But imagine every step of an incident is like 20 steps yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And she's sort of like hopping along. So she's kind of skittering in while he's like, stomp, yep. stomp. <laughs> Oh, that's good. All right, yeah. Well, as you go, you go in. There's I, a kind of immediate. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say I only weigh 800 pounds. It's not like it's yeah, like, exactly you know. <laughs> <laughs> compared to my like not much. So as you're walking in, there's an immediate kind of left hand turn that you need to make with the the mirrors, um, and uh, and then immediately it goes right again. I'm assuming you're just going to slowly go ahead each each part of it. Yeah, and she's like for that minute, she's going to be looking at things with an astral space as she just starts to enter until that minute's off. So there, you notice that certain ones have some kind of magical pattern around them. You imagine this might be the whole fun with mirrors spell uh, that's going on in here. Um, But as you continue along in here, I want you to roll awareness. Okay. We'll make use of your. Oh, three. So I'm going to say this comes. <laughs> you're, you're going through there, and then, uh, yeah, you see a few of those, and then your astral sight wears out. Um, you want to get, turn it on again? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Eyes are done for now. And she'll go back up onto Prot's shoulder. 
everything seemed to be the same as like what it should be as far as I'm aware. Nothing looked really weird. Some of the mirrors are magic, some of them aren't. No, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Gonna get Jelly to roll awareness. Jelly was looking at you expectantly like, when I finish my training, will I get the eye power? Oh, no, that's because I'm a windling. And like some mages also can do it. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. That's okay. Sorry. You might be able to learn it later on or find it and like find an item that lets you do it. Oh, nice. All right. So in seven, you you notice that no, that's a lie. It's step five. Oh, okay. Don't Roll step five you. then, if you want. For five. That's <laughs> seven. Seven five. Seven, five. <laughs> wow. Nice. Holy average. Very nice. Yep. Okay. Nailed it. Um, yeah, I, I was assuming you're following behind them, and as her astral sight wears out, you're continuing along. And what you've noticed of the mirrors is that all of these are of various different qualities. Like they've basically had to patch together various vanities and things like that uh, into this wall of you know various walls of mirrors. They're all different from different places of different styles. Some of them still have frames around them. Um, and as you're uh, going through, you're noticing which ones are kind of ornate and probably valuable and ones that were probably very cheaply built and uh, kind of very, we'll say, not very clear. So the reflection isn't the greatest on them. Some are more distorted than others. But there is one that you're coming up on. You're noticing the reflection is nearly perfect and the frame around it is very ornate. Mm. Um. Yeah, as I kind of stepped up to it, I go, um, Sparrow, did the glowy, did the mirrors that you saw, did, did is this one of them? I'll flick over to it. Um, Was it one of the ones that I'd seen glowing or? You didn't have a chance because it wore out before you got here. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I asked the question anyway. I don't know that. No, No. you wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I couldn't see this. I didn't see this one with it on. Um, there's one way we can find out. I touch it. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, Jelly, your hand goes through it, and you feel this pull. Roll a strength test if you want to resist this pull. Um, but what if I don't? And you get pulled in. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Is- you're going to get pulled in? Yes? Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Brunt and Sparrow, you just saw him. Or her, you saw Jelly stick her fingers in, and then just get yanked, right? And just like, whoop. Uh, I'm gonna glance in at the ground. Is it just like the dirt ground? Yes, yeah, dirt ground. Oh, okay. I'm gonna flip down to the ground and like pull out my little dagger and just like put a score, like sort of like score a couple lines to make an X into the dirt right nice. in front of that mirror. Okay. Um, you should write something too, like maybe went here first. So I'll just like put the X next to it and then be like, uh, just like right first, like a one next to it. Nice. Um, want to do the eyes? <sighs> Fine. They'll flick into astral sight again if I can. Okay, roll astral sight. Hey, that's a failure. So you're not really doing so yeah. well. You take a point of strain. You're going to probably wait a minute yep. before you try it again. Yeah, I just sort of shake my head a little bit. Didn't work this time. I think we just have to go in after her. Okay. Hop on. I'll jump up onto his shoulder again and hold on to, like, the little, the cushiony strap I've got. Uh, And I will actually, like, reach my arm back and just uh, 
take a grip on my sword just as I walk through. Okay. As you try to walk through, the force is starting to pull you. Um, and I assume if you're just walking through, you can probably just ride that pull uh, as you're walking. Not Sounds good. too yanked in that sense. Um, Jelly, as you fly through this thing, you're in what looks to be a garden all around you. Like there is a wall you've definitely just come through. It's, you know, it's, you haven't come through a literal wall, but there's like a, let's see, maybe let's go the full description of the place. So there's like basically a huge hall, a lot of ivy um, along the walls here. It's kind of a circular hall with um, artfully crafted stone walls wherever there isn't <laughs> ivy, uh, marble columns. Um, there's a number of brick braziers. Um, with very healthy-looking flames uh, in them, uh, kind of dotted around the room in a very fanciful grand um, fountain in the center. It's spurting some fresh-smelling water. Uh, it's very moist in here, but uh, very fresh. Um, but um, there's one thing really, really wrong with the situation, and that is that you're basically upside down, like you're on the ceiling. That's the floor you're looking at above you, but you're not falling, like you're literally on the ceiling. Um, I think her instinct is to like get low, um, to avoid from just getting disoriented. You know, she like lowers the center of gravity. Um, and I think she's gonna just try and, like I said, orient her, uh, orient herself. He's like, um, God, beans, you gotta stop doing that. You gotta think first. Um, can I like move around and yeah. be able to like crawl? Yeah, you're able to walk. It's, it's, it really seems like you're in a place that is literally upside down. And you, you know, if you tried to, jump or something you wouldn't end up it wouldn't be any different to you it's just everything else is upside down uh you're basically walking on the ceiling in this place but yet the fountain on the ceiling is like has gravity going up it's a little weird okay after like not after that kind of settles she's like this is so cool i'm gonna go to the fountain i think because that water is probably looking weird, like if it's going up, but coming back down to the fountain, but it's upside down. Yeah, yeah, and that's like basically on the ceiling to you. Um, yeah, like, oh, like, yeah, you can feel a spray of mist coming towards you, but you don't um, actually, you know, really, can, it's too high up for you to touch the water. Meanwhile, uh, Bront, you just came through, and Sparrow just came through, and you see yeah. the same thing, and Jelly's in the middle of this room, and Jelly, you're right next to this glowing orb that seems to be placed in the center of the quote unquote floor here. Um it's on the pedestal. Um it's very bright and it's providing some of the lighting in this room. Oh no. <laughs> um so I think do is there any like sound when is there all like portal noises or do I would I even hear Sparrow and Brock come in? I think Bront and Sparrow probably both of you would probably make some kind of involuntary sound being pulled through. Uh, yeah. And as soon as I okay. notice that I'm like upside down on his still on his shoulder it's just a soft as i grab tighter hold for a split second <laughs> uh, as for bronte he's gonna be like oh crap i'm on a ceiling and he's just gonna kind of hunker down for a second and then be like oh wait this okay i'm not falling this is good and then he'll get back up and be like well what the hell's going on yeah <laughs> sparrow actually so- from his shoulder looks behind to see what they just stepped through, like on what it looks like on this side. Uh, basically, it looks like a gap in the wall uh, that goes from ceiling to floor, uh, maybe okay. four foot across, just into darkness. Like you can't okay. see through it. It's not like the mirror side of it, but um, yeah, yeah, just darkness. 
Um, she's actually going to flit up with and, and sort of pull out a quill with a little tiny jar of ink, dip it in, and make a quick mark on the floor right by it. The ceiling? Also <laughs> said, yeah. Like, well, ceiling floor that also yeah, has an X one on it. Yeah. Okay. So that she just knows where to go for that one and then pops her stuff away. And those, it's a bit dusty on the floor too. Yeah. So you can like make a bit of a clearing and then yeah. paint it in. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if you fly up, if you can stand normally on the ground. Only one way to find out then. And she flies towards the ground. Uh, no, it's the ceiling, basically. She then, like, flips herself upside down, like, skirts, <laughs> doing whatever they do, and starts oh, walking on the floor with her wings fluttering so that she stays there. <laughs> nope, I have, to, I have to work hard to stay here. <laughs> huh. Okay. Meanwhile, Bean is just, like, full eyes dilated, like, pupil dilated, staring at this, like, shining orb. Um, we better get over there. Agreed. As uh, Sparrow and Bront approach, um, the globe actually starts getting dimmer, and then a bright and colorful Tuskring apparition appears just kind of above it out of nowhere. Kind of like, I don't know if any of you have experienced spirits that have uh, manifested before, if any of your characters have, but this would look a lot like that for you, and basically exactly like that. Um, And it begins speaking to... um, and what's everyone's first language? Um, Thralic. Yeah, Thralic. <laughs> Windling and Thralic. and probably Thralic for, for Jelly. All right, yeah. so whatever your first yeah. language is, uh, you'll basically hear, Greetings chosen to, en- to Endica. Should you survive your trial, you will... Sorry, I gotta redo, redo that. I didn't say survive. Should you succeed in your trial, <laughs> you will join us in the Hall of Glory and live your days defending this paradise from the horrors of beyond. If you do not succeed, do not worry, for you will have a role here in becoming part of the trial as uh, of the chosen, so that you can help ensure that the strongest defend Endica. And then it just vanishes. Well, shit. That sounds great. Mm. Check, right? check the door. Oh, the way you come in, you mean? Or yep. do you look for any other doors? No, no, yeah. I'm going to try and... Uh, I'll motion the sparrow to go and try and go back through where we came through. Okay. okay, and I'll flick over to the door and see if I can touch that black spot. Yeah, you can. Um, you can are you going to try to go through, or are you just going to... Yeah, I'm just seeing if oh. I can go through. Okay, uh, as you stick your hand in, it tries to basically yank you right back out. I let it. Uh, and you're back into the, the tent. And you've okay. been pulled into there. Yeah. <laughs> I turn around and go back. Okay, same thing happens. You get yanked yep. back. <laughs> well, good news. We can go back through. Um, I'm going to look because it was dusty when we walked in. Yep. Are there any other footprints here? Like big, obsidian-sized <laughs> footprints that aren't wrong? Uh, uh, do you have tracking or anything like that? Or is this just going to be a nope, awareness? I kind just of have awareness. All right, roll awareness. <laughs> Yeah, five. That's okay to know. Uh, yeah, that's good enough. You definitely can see some more recent, uh, fresh, giant obsidian footprints. I mean, they're yeah. not subtle. <laughs> did, they, did they go in, or did they go both ways? Uh, came in and then went out uh, a another entrance or exit or whatever you want to okay. call it from this hallway. All right, I will let them know. 
I will. There seem to be you. multiple exits from this, but it's only yeah. going through one of them. Uh, okay. What is Brock do? Uh, I guess I'll. Uh, first, is that orb attached? It is. Dang it. <laughs> okay. I'll kind of make a mental note to come back for that after, and then I'll motion for uh, Jelly Bean to follow me, and we'll head okay. out the other if way. It was a, you found out. You found out it was attached because Bean was probably trying to peel it off. She was probably trying to rip it off. Notice actually, though, as you approach it, it's actually getting hotter and hotter, and you're like, mm, maybe I don't want to touch this thing. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, anger. So, and a lot of the plants are actually growing towards this thing, so it seems to be the source of light for them. Maybe the heat too. Although there's fires around. So what? What, what is the next step? Uh, what do we do now? Follow the tracks, and I will head towards wherever he went. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this goes in a hallway that um, seems to continue for a while. But I'd like both of you to roll awareness on this. All right, that's seven. Keep doing that. And jelly. And eight for Bront. So we'll give you each different thing. So on eight for Bront. Along the way, you're noticing that there are some doorways here. They seem to be closed and locked. Um, a few different ones. And Jelly, I don't think you maybe just you're maybe looking in the the longer uh, distance there, and you're noticing there's a very subtle but definite twist to the hallway. And I, what I mean by twist is that the floor begins to twist in a different um, orientation. So, oh, hold on. There are locked doors. You know what I have to do there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, Yeah, I want to stop at the first door that's locked, and I want to try and pick it. Okay. Roll a lockpick. Okay. Six. And you have to succeed against, like, a difficulty number for it? Uh, I guess again, yeah, that's basically an arbitrary number by the game master. Yeah. So I guess that's yeah, it. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's me. I'd say six will do it in this one. Okay, sweet. Uh, I will do a quick uh, check uh, just to see if there's any countermeasures, if you will. Oh yes. Okay. So uh, before opening the door, <laughs> yeah, is that detect trap? Uh, it's the yeah the basically it's a half magic for thieves now. Oh yep. Yeah. Oh good good. So go ahead and try that. 19. Oh, excellent. All right. So you do notice that there was a trap, but you um, you can see, I figure on that many successes, um, you can see how to disarm it or get around it in some way. Okay, perfect. Uh, Then I would do so. Might have been uh, a bit of a flame trap of some kind. Okay. And I will actually, like, as I'm doing it, I'll actually show the other two where it is so that they know what they're looking for in the future. Okay. Okay. Noted. And uh, after it's disarmed, I'll open the door. Okay. Uh, you're seeing another hallway similar to this one. Uh, the twist that Jelly, maybe Jelly's going to look down here. The twist that you noticed in this uh, hallway that you're in is a lot less subtle in this other hallway. It begins to twist a lot quicker. Hmm. Um, I think I think these paths are... Very different. Can you see? I'm trying. I, I do my best to kind of point it out. Like, I'm like, can you see this like adjustment to the path? But both here and here, it's different. And both of you can notice it. Yeah, if it's pointed out to you. Okay. Is it? Uh, is it like we're talking like a giant circle? No, it's more that um, the room is twisted in the sense that let's say the left side of the hull uh, gets steeper, and the right side goes down uh, basically it looks oh, like oh you mean like, like it's like actually like pasta 
Yes. Oh, dear. It's doing that. A very subtle. It's very, very subtle in the first hallway. This one is a lot less subtle, but it's not like super twisty, just less subtle. Yeah. Do you think that's a good thing or is that the bad thing? Probably not good. I think it's just a thing. Hmm. Well, more fun. let's find my friend first, then we can explore a little more. Well, yeah, we just have to figure out where he went. And yeah, the maybe Sparrow, you've noticed that the footprints do continue in this, uh, not the locked hallway. but in okay, the, So the, the gentle twist. Yeah, the gentle twist one. Okay. okay. Gentle twist. Okay, so I will, so I will still mark the floor at that I, door. I was gonna say, I was gonna, yeah. If you didn't yep. mark it, I was going to. So, yeah. Basically, I'm gonna be marking any time, any door we go through or look through. Very nice. Everyone, okay. roll, roll awareness. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, by Brunt, a one. I'm still looking at that other one. So. You're going to be continuing along this place uh, for a little while, I think, following these tracks. You'll notice some points he seems to have stopped and looked around the place. I mean, there is a lot. There's still some vines going through here from the other room, but there's some that seem to be perhaps coming from another area. Um, There is, though, you hear some sounds coming from further down the hallway, uh, but you're not sure what they are just yet. Hmm. Well, I guess continue on then. Okay. As he starts to continue, I'm actually going to like sort of flip down sort of to his pack or belt, wherever he w- we would have stored it, and get my bow out. <laughs> I didn't want to be flying yeah. around in the carnival with my bow out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tuck it under his cloak. <laughs> As you approach. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, so I get back, you know, go back up onto him and like, eh, and I wiggle out of the dress so that I'm in just like tight black clothing. Tight, well, not black, black, but just a very dark sort of gray. And just (laughs) start attaching, like, the quiver and basically gearing myself up, because I don't like these noises. Nice. (laughs) Seeing her ready for that, I think Jellybean just kind of falls into bronze shadow. Mm -hmm. Like, hiding herself behind a silhouette. Yeah, and I'll just make sure my sword is loose. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Tally ho, Bronte away. And uh, a note for Jelly: If um, do you think Jelly would look back once in a while, see where you're coming from? Oh yeah, she's watching those. Which is what kind of she's understanding that these two have a dynamic, and she's trying to find her like. Yeah. Man. So you're noticing in the far off distance where you came from. That hallway looks twisted to you now, like as in where you came in was on a like almost 45 degree angle now but yet you still feel like you're on the floor it's almost like gravity's kind of twisting with you here uh guys i think this floor's getting wild um we should we didn't bring the string did yeah we? we're still we still have the string a very oh, very right. long string <laughs> yeah basically i asked for like the biggest ball they could have <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm guessing it's probably some kind of, yeah, string can be pretty long. I think oh, yeah. mm-hmm. at this point it's starting to get like you're not going to have a lot left. So you might yeah. start to get a little worried on that. 
Hence why I'm marking everything as well. Okay, good. Uh, Bront, you think you hear in the distance someone singing, and it sounds a lot like the type of songs that Grist sings. Oh, good. I think he's up here. Right. And the hallway kind of bends around, and um, in addition to the twist um, at this point, but uh, Sparrow, you're running at a string now. Um, so we're, guys, guys, stop for a second, please. Um, no. we're, we're almost out of string. So we're going to have to start, I think I'm going to have to start marking a little more um, often. Fair enough. I just thought I would let you guys know. And I'll fly down and just sort of like lay the end of the string on the floor. Sounds good. Um, so if we can reach it back to this point, we have our string. And I'll just like mark a little arrow pointing towards the exit. I also offer up the bag of loot that I got. I was like, maybe we can leave these behind. No, those are too. Those those are too fancy. In okay. into the pack. <laughs> we'll just we'll we'll keep marking for now. We'll full we'll that we'll call that Plan D. I was thinking okay. H. Okay, fine. It can mm-hmm. be H. H for horrible. Ha ha. Oh, you're so funny. And I'll just kind of rumble away laughing for a little couple seconds. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just look back at Jelly over, over his shoulder and wink. And give her a wink. <laughs> She's nodding emphatically like, oh, oh, it was a joke. I thought he was telling, sorry, I'm still getting used to that. Yeah, she just sort of like literally still sitting on him, just like hangs backwards on him. And look to, like, so she's looking at Jelly upside down to talk to her. He has a different sense of humor. Don't worry. You'll get used to it. It's a solid sense of humor. Excellent. uh, Brunt will rumble away again and give her a thumbs up over his shoulder and then start forward again. (laughs) You're going to fit in here great. She'll sit back up again. The blood went to my head. Um, yeah, you, uh, there's kind of a bend up ahead. You can't see what's beyond that. Uh, I'm assuming you would just continue at that point. Yep. Just slowly yeah. marking our way as we go. Yeah. Yep. Like every now and then just like dipping in and marking the wall. Nice. And I think what you see up ahead is, is a bit of a fork, but it's a very unusual one. So the hall that you're in right now basically pitches upwards, um, almost like on an incline, but there are two splits off on the left and right. And Bront, you roll an awareness. Oh dear. And actually all of you roll an awareness. Because I mean you can all kind of hear this singing in the distance. Bront just recognized what it was. Six awareness, okay. Perception is awareness. like, this is coming from everywhere. Um Yeah. You're not sure which one it's coming from. But at the same time, um Bront, you you think it's coming from one of two of them. You're not sure which one, either to the right or the upward incline one. You're not sure. Um, and Sparrow, you think it's coming from the left or the upper incline one? Um, I think it's going that from that way. Oh, I thought it was that one or that one. So probably that one. And I'll point to the center one that both of us kind of thought we heard it from. <sighs> So we want to try center first? I guess so. So I'm going to like hop to the floor and start making a few quick marks, like sort of like in a 
my own scribbles that I understand. Like that most people might not get yeah. just like, you know, cause you've got a mark when you're going in places you don't want other people to understand what those marks mean. That makes sense. Yeah. So just kind of like almost like a thieves can't type marking. That's good. Um, so that, that basically says we went this way, came from this way, could be either other way. <laughs> yes. Who's we'll uh, yeah. going to be first to kind of step on that incline? Like who's leading this? Oh, that'd be me. <laughs> so you're going to feel a weird sensation as you step on this incline. It feels like you just stepped from an incline to like a backwards incline into normal, like flat ground when you did this. Like this is now your new orientation of flat ground. <laughs> um, I'll just kind of shake my head and keep walking. <laughs> yeah, I just fly back to his shoulder and don't really notice the change. Yeah, for you, it was a, probably a little more dis- weird and disorienting because you can yeah. fly. Yeah, you just so had funny. the gravity just shift. Oh. <laughs> Actually, maybe roll a dex check just to see if you can even land on a shoulder properly when you do that. Sure. You might have just missed it by a couple inches or something. Sure, let me just step seven. Nice. Yeah, you made it, but you thought that was real strange. You had to <laughs> make the like- last, last second correction. You're like, am I drunk? <laughs> Oh, oh, I didn't like that. Oh, that made my stomach queasy. Oh, I'm just going to sit here for a minute. You walk. You walk, guy. You walk. As you're walking, you do hear the singing get louder. Um, but I'm going to have Bront, since you're at the lead, roll one more awareness. See how that goes. That's good enough. There is a about three figures up ahead in this hallway. Um, it doesn't twist like the other ones. It's pretty straight. Um, and it's kind of a bright light near the end. And you think about three figures start as standing in front of that light. Hmm. Um, I look down and is it just still the one big set of footprints or is there a whole bunch? There's more than one now. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I'll just, like I said, keep my sword ready and keep on trucking. Okay. As you're approaching, you think one of them is obsidian shaped and the other ones are, give me a second here, uh, I think it's a yeah, dwarf and a tiskrang. Okay. That's the shape of them. You're continuing towards them? Uh, yeah, what was uh, the obsidian's name again? Grister. My friend. Rister? Grister. Grister. Yeah, G-R-I-S-T-E-R. Okay. Grister, I-, I think he has a last name too, Grindstone. Okay, well, Grister's what I'd be looking for. Okay, um, I will stay back a little bit and just yell ahead, Grister! And um, you'll notice that the obsidian kind of turns uh, around. It was actually facing the other way and mm-hmm. begins walking towards you, uh, but still a fair distance away. Um, you think something seems off, though, about this. Um, and you do notice now that there's also a fourth individual that looks like a windling. But um, he's standing on the ground. Ooh. Not on anyone's shoulder, or not flying around or anything. Okay. Um, I will just kind of uh, look over my shoulder at Jelly Bean, and uh, I'll just say, something seems off. Be ready. And, uh, yep, I'll just actually pull my sword out and just kind of set myself up. And you still hear some singing in the distance. Um, Sparrow, roll an awareness. Five, okay. Uh, I'll say it would be a little closer than it would be um, comfortable for you that you realize that these 
people, while they're walking, they're all kind of labored in their walking, um, somewhat slow, um, and they don't appear to be wearing clothing that you can tell, but they have odd, the, the shapes of them don't seem like they're naked either. It's just, they seem odd. Huh. I'm just gonna go and check it out from above. And I'll flick up off of his shoulder, like, bow still in hand, like one arrow not, notching, but mm. not pulled back yet, just sort of at ready. As I always maybe up. like 20 feet high or so, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'll just kind of like go up higher and just start to head ahead, go ahead. Okay. Um, as you get closer, you notice that they, they look um, like they're all the same color and they seem to have like, I, I would assume along here, there's probably a lot of light crystals or something. Mm-hmm. The light crystals seem to glisten off them in a very unusual way. Um, I'm just sort of, <sighs> fine, I'll look. And she'll flick into Astral Sight. Okay. Roll Astral Sight. All right. Nine's good enough to do that. Um, yeah. Let's have you roll an awareness in addition to that. Just to see how good you're... Okay. So you think something's off about them in Astral Space too? These do not look like name giver patterns to you? Yeah. But that's all you really get out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fly sort of back to, to the other two. So they don't look normal. There's like, it's not a normal pattern in astral space over them. And they sort of look like they're like, make the glittery and they're all the same color, kind of like glittery shadowy people, maybe. I don't know, but I don't think it's actually your friend. It's like, maybe like a reflection somehow. Must be what they were talking about as the guardians. Maybe? And, uh, yeah, I guess I'll, uh, get ready to charge ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, let's throw in some initiatives in here. Since, uh, I'm gonna, I don't think there are any to reset, but I'll reset anyways. Uh, and we'll just call them figures for now. I, what is the initiative? So for, yeah, Makoto, it's just, uh, I and then your initiative step in the command, like they're doing there. Actually, I'm having trouble finding that. Oh, found it. God damn it. <laughs> <That's awful. laughs> I7? <laughs> You're right, is this it? Yes, it is okay. it. Okay. <laughs> All right, figures first. Uh, so one of them is going to begin walking up to, I would say, the obsidian, basically. The others are kind of staying a bit behind. Uh, they're not really approaching very quickly. Um, Who's first on initiative? Sparrow. Sparrow, you are getting a better look at this, and they kind of remind you of like what a big candle shaped into a person would look like. Okay, like so sort of wax. wax. Yeah, very waxy. It's very reflective off of the the glow of the walls. Okay. Hmm. They look like wax people. And it's kind of, I'm going to say, holding its action technically, but approaching yeah. you. Uh, yeah, what I'm do you gonna- do, Sparrow? Uh, Sparrow sort of flies up and doesn't, you know, want to charge ahead or anything, but she goes a little bit forward, just sort of holding her attack for if they attack. Holding her boat ready. Roll awareness. Or 
Uh, you're not sure what it's going to do, whether it's aggro to something. And you notice it kind of opened its mouth briefly, but it isn't really a mouth. It's just, it was just more wax inside. Yeah. Like, it's just part of it moved, but there's no, like, it's not dark in there like a mouth opening would be at all. They're kind of gross. And it continues to approach. Uh, you can hold action, though, if you want. Yeah, I'm going to hold for, hold my attack. And Brond, yeah, you're noticing these are kind of wax-like things. Um, does anybody have horror lore or anything like that? I do! Yeah, I figure you might. So roll horror lore. Oh, man. So this is not going to be a hard difficulty one. Okay, yeah. So your immediate thought goes to, oh, no, wax man. Wax man. Yep. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Um, on a seven, that's a little better than average for the, like I was kind of thinking difficulty five on something like this. So I'll give you a little nudge of extra thing that typical waxman would not be shaped into like a specific name giver. It would just be a generic name giver, but this does look kind of like Chris Gristler. Is that the name? <laughs> yeah. Grister. <laughs> yeah. Grister. Yeah. So it kind of looks like him. Is it, it actually, actually does have a resemblance to him? Is the noise coming from him? Uh, roll awareness. Okay. Oh, that does much better. Okay. Because the last couple of times you've kind of failed on those, but yeah, you're noticing the song you're hearing is coming from farther along. It's not coming from him. Oh. Not, not from this wax thing. That's a good sign. <laughs> uh, and, what do you do? Um, is it, uh, does it have any visible weapons? No, uh, but it is looking like it's going to reach out to you. Uh, yeah, no, I'll just attack it then. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm all for preemptive. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll. Oh, what is it you do? Melee? Yeah. Yep. Melee. All right. Roll melee weapons. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll actually go aggressive. Okay. Because, yeah. Okay. Uh, let me check here. That will hit. Okay. And, oh, yeah, this should be good. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So 18 is going to be, that's going to be a hefty one so maybe yeah describe your attack i'm guessing maybe you're going to take a limb off of this thing but describe your attack i uh i just basically come around with my two-handed sword and just cut right through uh just left of its shoulder and just follow through (laughs) so it's kind of reaching out at you and you just take out one of the the arm basically i'm trying to chop its arm off (laughs) yeah all right it's gonna roll knockdown uh, it is going to fall, actually. You're going to knock it down. Um, Sparrow, you had a hit, uh, hold that held action. Do you want to take yeah. it? Uh, yeah, I will. Is, are the other ones moving towards us, or are they still standing still? They seem to be standing still in the background. It's kind of unsettling, actually. It's like they're watching. Okay. Um, I'll shoot the same one, at the same one. Okay. And while it, it got knocked down to the ground, it spent its action, basically, to get back up. Is what's, yeah, it's so I'm going to... Shoot at the same one. Okay. Roll missile weapons. Five's going to miss. So your arrow goes wide on this one and actually just maybe it creeped you out too much. Yeah. Jelly, what do you do? Um, to be honest, I mean, Jelly's trying to like gather her nerves. I think this is the first time she's been in like a conflict. I think it's like all fun and games until Bront just goes like ham on this guy. Yeah. Um, she's kind of going, oh, this, are those guys, is this part of the thing? Are they going to, oh my goodness, I like, she's like, uh, oh, are we fighting? Oh, um, huh, I've never, okay, she like starts to take off her cloak and she's just wearing like normal people clothes, like, um, <laughs> like work 
clothes underneath. Nice. But like on her arms, she's got like ba- like these like bandoliers that have the daggers that are like backwards. So it kind of almost has the appearance of like feathers, but there's like small throwing knives on nice. them. Uh, she goes, okay, like we practice beans. Let's go. Uh, sp- uh, sparrow step. First migration. Uh, she steps sideways and like she, as she tries to step sideways, she tries to use her momentum to like throw uh, one of the knives a little harder than she normally could, normally would. Okay. So I'm just going to try and throw a knife at this uh, armless dude. <laughs> and this is probably the first construct you've encountered? Yeah. Like, I was like, is that a toy? Is that a guy? That- oh my goodness, that's not a guy. I thought that was a dude. <laughs> um, throwing weapons. Throwing weapons. Four. So you have a shot that goes wide as well on that one. Uh, it was it a knife, so it just kind of maybe clanks against yeah. the wall as you <laughs> attempted there. To, to hit it. Uh, but you're actually first up on initiative of the next round, so maybe you're, you got a quick retort here to your miss. So you get another right, yeah. attempt now. I'm going yeah, to do the attempt again. It's like, she goes, no, uh, no, let me practice again. 14 will hit. That's actually an extra success. So you get to add plus two to your damage. Oh. So, so whatever your damage step is of uh, your dagger. All right, five. So it takes five. So it's, uh, I would say maybe one of the, your, um, it's throwing knives, right? Um, we describe your right, throw, right, but yeah. I'm guessing it's maybe just going to stick into it. Yeah, I think it's just like the, she does the, like it's one of those moves where she goes, like she tries to do it like practice, but she fumbles. Uh, and then the second time when she sees her miss, she, the second time is just like instinct. You see, she doesn't think about it. It's just like a very quick movement and the dagger just lands center mass. All right, who is up next? Brunt. <laughs> Sparrow, do you see? Yeah, do the same thing. All right. Critical, oh, critical failure. failure. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> this is one of those things where there's consequences for. It so sure is. <laughs> I think what happens is that arm, when it came off, you didn't watch where it was going, and you stepped on it when you went to swipe again at this thing, <laughs> and you trip and fall on the arm. Whoops. Because you step on it and it rolls and you just fall to the ground and it, you're going to make a big thud on the ground. Oh, yeah. Uh, sparrow. Uh, no, not Sparrow. Je- jelly Bean, roll a dex check. Dexterity. Uh. Thank goodness I wasn't yeah. on your shoulder. No kidding. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're able to dodge. Sprite <laughs> hits the ground. Oh, oh no. It's the first critical failure I've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one, it's kind of now that you're on the ground, he's going to try to go after you with the other arm. <laughs> and it's dead silent. It, it looks like he's opened his mouth, but it's not saying anything. Um, Creepy. So that'd be nine. I just got to check something. Yeah, no, we're good. All right. Uh, was four hit you on the ground? Even on the ground, that's a no. <laughs> no. So it kind of flails at you, but misses. Uh, Sparrow, you're up next. She's going to kind of look at it and be like, wax. And she's actually going to like slip the bow over her shoulder as she pulls out tits, flint and, tit, flint and steel to spark a flame and nice. try to light whatever that and sort of see if she can get an arrow on the tip of an arrow on fire. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why don't you roll? What would you roll for that? Dex, I guess. Dex, yeah. Dex. See if you could do this while you're in the middle of this thing. She's like, okay, yeah, she's so you can do it. Uh, I don't know if you can get the yeah. arrow uh, shot in right now, but the next Yeah, time. but she's lighting it. And that's why she's taking a little longer than the others. 
Just I'm assuming on that seven that maybe you've got a technique you've you've done before and it seems to have succeeded here to get oh, a bit of a flame arrow. <laughs> um, Brunt, are you going to get up? <laughs> uh, yep, yeah, I will get up and stand defensively. Okay, defensive stance. Um, yep. Sparrow, you're yeah. you can yep. let loose. Yep. As he as he's getting up, she like flicks her bow back off of her shoulder, sort of practiced at doing that. Pulls back and shoots the fire the fired arrow. Right at the wax person. Okay, uh, I'll roll that. Okay, so that is two, seven. Oh, four. <laughs> you missed. Yeah, so it goes wide. Yep. Well, hopefully All the right. heat still maybe hits it towards it. You never know. Billy <laughs> Beans, you still got a, another knife left? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, you could probably, well, on a simple action, you could probably pick up one of the other ones. Um, okay. Yeah, if yeah, I think I, it's one of those I step in, like landing that first blow that allows me to step in to grab the miss yeah. shot to get it. Yeah, go and uh, roll thrown weapons there. Okay, you hit. Ooh, and, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be uh, no, it's almost a wound. It's close. Um, so yeah, describe your attack. You another one that's sticking into it. Yeah, so I think it's the first throw. She sees she nails, and again, I think now she's in the zone. She's not like trying to think about her doing. Uh, no longer saying her technique names out loud. She so she dives forward, rolls to grab the knife, and then as she comes up into a standing position, she again launches the knife again. It's like probably a shorter distance, but it's allows to get more. Thanks, Bronze. You're going to notice that where this knife went, there's a bit of a crack forming there. Hmm, excellent. Um, does eight hit Bront? Uh, not while he's standing up. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're standing up now. Okay. <laughs> Dang it. Can't seem to hit anybody. Bront, you're first. Holy crap, am I ever. Yeah, that's a fast wow. up cinnamon. 22. Okay. Uh, not going to go aggressive not or anything good. weird. I'm just going to... Eight. All right. That will just hit. Okay. Holy. All right. Des- <laughs> describe your destroying blow here. Like, this is beyond killing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so I see where that crack formed, and I kind of line it up and I do a big overhand chop and aim to kind of cleave it in half right at that spot and looks like it does. Yes, it does. It cleaves in mm-hmm. half and uh, maybe it part of it lands near that flaming arrow and starts melting. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sparrow. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so uh, I'll get ready for the next one. <laughs> Yeah, if you look up, you notice that the other ones are missing now. They're not there in the distance anymore. Well, that's disconcerting. You can still hear a song coming from. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go and collect my first arrow and then see if I can put the other one out and salvage it or not, if it's just done. Yeah, you can salvage them. That's not a problem. I think you're okay. fine there. Um, yeah. What's up? I think Jelly is like like super ecstatic after she sees that. She's like, "Yeah, you better run!" Uh, I don't know where they went. I'm assuming they ran because we were awesome. Nice. Well, don't the, know. Well, if the singing's coming from her head, um, unless you want to see if there's anything in that wax bottle. Um, maybe you should put some of that on your arrows. It seems to burn well. All right, I'm gonna flip down and like. Look at it. Dip a couple arrows into the wax. Nice. Just the, you know, just so that I can light them later. They'll separate, though. I'll do, like, uh, ten up that way. 
Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyone else doing anything with the wax? Uh, is there anything that I should know about for those for loot wise? No, um, there's really nothing on them. Okay. Uh, I'll just, as far as you know, they were basically used as kind of menial labor. Um, yeah. Like the I'll, constructs. I'll just kind of squish around through it a bit just to see if there's any coins or anything in it. And if there's nothing particularly exciting, no. then I'll just kind of kick it off to the side. I don't yep. want to trip over it again. Yep. All right. I guess we continue ahead because obviously there's somewhere to go up there. Yeah. Uh, who's going to lead that? Same deal. <laughs> I land on Broad's shoulder and giddy up. <laughs> <laughs>